0: Here we go. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> and ooh, take There was that like off. no sound on that one. And that's right. Star Trek The Original Series Season 2 Episode 9 Metamorphosis is over and has been since 1967 but we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast. I'm Dave Maynard coming at you with Star Trek TV and movie reviews. We're streaming live on Facebook tonight uh, at Live Long and Podcast. Also we have uh, our version on YouTube and our audio version. Welcome to all of you. And we got a great panel tonight to talk about the original series to talk about this uh, Zephram Cochrane episode uh first we'll introduce my dad ted mater how are you doing dad i'm
1: doing great thanks it's been a beautiful day here in the port city of burlington and i'm oh, not the... at the protest tonight
0: no no that's happening just uh minutes a few a, a step a few steps away from uh, where i'm sitting right now that's and right that... i
1: saw we saw it on t kind of funny that there who's crazy enough to be a protest like that when we found it was in burlington
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw our mp was right there in our backyard Right in our backyard, right in my backyard, literally, yeah. and and Jody, yeah, uh, Jody Simpson joining us. What are they protesting? Uh, it's a solidarity Black Lives Matter. It's yeah. a it's a, of sorts. It's not necessarily a uh, a protest of um so that that I understand. Uh, Jane's uncle is at it. I understand right now too. So, uh, but we are here to uh, here to talk about Star Trek. We're here to oh, talk about the original series. Yes, I wish them well. Um, and maybe I will join them afterwards, are. but. Hey, this is on the. This was in the schedule first, and commitments are commitments. So we're here to talk about metamorphosis, uh, Dad. You picked this one. This is the Zephyrm Cochran episode, and uh, That's and right. You know, and so, uh, be for those of us Warp who try. are who may be more acquainted with the next generation. Uh, We know uh, Zephyr and Cochran from the movie First Contact, which is the second uh, of the next-gen movies. Uh, uh, But, you know, Jody, um, how how is this on rewatch for you? Uh, You know, thinking about the two versions of Zephyr and Cochran uh, that are the most famous.
2: To to be quite honest, I totally forgot about this (laughs) storyline. And I know of Zephyr and Cochran and all that, but it's one of those things that you watch it again after, like, I think the last time I saw this episode was maybe 20 years ago. Uh, and it was it, it it definitely I I don't think it aged very well, uh, but you know, for as far as a Star Trek episode goes, it's not a bad one.
0: No, it's it's not it's not a terrible story. Um, you know, it's uh, hey, it's you know, it, I think it drags a little bit in parts for me. You know, I think it just kind of I'm like, okay, let's get on with it, but uh but you know that's not uh, unlike a lot of original series episodes. Dad, uh, how do you feel about Metamorphosis? Is it as it relates in the all the seventy-nine episodes of the original series?
1: I thought it was a pretty good episode. It was uh, had a little bit of uh, you know uh, alien, a little bit of uh, uh, you know a new planet, uh, and uh, you know it had a good storyline, and I kept you kept you interested right to the end.
0: Yeah, it can yeah, yeah, it's a I've seen this episode numerous times. Um, you know, I always think it's um it's a it's a pretty good episode that doesn't have the enterprise in it very much. Um, you know, it's it's mostly the shuttle mission and uh it's got basically five actors. Um, I don't know if the one doing the voice of the the companion before she gets joined up is somebody else or not, but uh, it's you know it's a it's a pretty small story. It's like a little state. It's a little like a little play on stage uh, in a lot of ways. Um, there's not a lot of action. It's just a lot of people talking and reacting and and acting. All right, yeah. so. So uh, Zephron Cochran, the inventor of warp drive on Earth, at least, um, was uh, was famously uh, in first contact. But before that, he was in this episode, and we learned that he had, you know, he had left Earth at around the age of eighty-seven, uh, kind of disappeared. Everyone assumed he was dead. So he's hundred. This is one hundred and fifty years from when they thought he died. Uh, till till now, and so the the um, the crew of the sh- of the um, Galileo of the shuttle Galileo has been brought to this planet to keep Zephram Cochrane company because he will be he was getting so lonely he couldn't take it anymore he couldn't just be he, after 150 years and hey credit to Zephram Cochran he stand he stayed out there for 150 years with just talking to a space cloud of of lightning or of uh, electricity I suppose uh but yeah he says enough so she brings them there as like okay here are you happy now but the problem was that they also had this federation commissioner along um sorry what's her name uh it is escaping me uh, nancy is, uh
1: i got it nancy
0: Hedford. Hedford. right so I she's like been called outfit. in
1: the green and the green the green and blue outfit was kind of cool
0: it was yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, I think she's she's pretty good in this story. So she's kind of my she's kind of like an ambassador, right? She's like so she's been called upon to mediate some dispute, some kind of war on some planet, and um, which, by the way, by the end they're like, well, I guess they'll just have to find somebody else to save that to to, to solve that crisis or to solve that war because that's, <laughs> that's right. it. Yeah, but she's hey, unavailable. Be, she's off the can, yeah, I mean, all right uh yeah and so and so she has this disease though like that's kind of the other convenient thing she has sakuro's disease and she's dying from it so she has to get to a hospital or she'll die right is that what it was yeah right so that was right yeah but but she could have been but she would have been saved otherwise so um so anyway, bring so by bringing them to this planet, basically she is um, she's gonna die. Like she she can't get to the hospital, and McCoy can't do anything for her just on the shuttle. Um, and then we meet the companion. And the interesting thing I think about this episode is we we see McCoy
2: partial way through the series uh, through the show. He's almost like he doesn't give a shit about Nancy anymore. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like yeah, yeah, she's gonna die. You know, it's like there was a point where he was compassionate and then all of a sudden he just stopped being compassionate. It's amazing.
0: Well, was she kind of like, it doesn't seem like Kirk likes her very much in this episode uh, or he's, um, she's kind of, Who does? Orders she of was annoying. Companion. Yeah, she was yeah, not she was necessarily. Uh... <laughs> now, uh, but she got much nicer when she was joined with the companion.
2: Well, she wasn't her anymore. She was, she's dead. The companion. No, but I
0: thought it was like body. a. It was like a. It was like a joining, right? They were joined together. Uh, she was gonna die. Let's be honest, she's dead. She, but well, that's. Yeah, what she they was say. gonna
1: die, so the companion took the companion cured her and took her body.
0: No, I think no. They were joined. There was a joining, guys. Uh, where is it? They say. It yeah, the
1: and so the, yeah, and the kid, yeah, and then uh, they could, then they
0: they could live, but
1: they would live normal lives after that merger.
2: I like my way better.
0: See, it's, uh... It. She's not sick at all. We
2: understand. It's her. She well, says, we understand. We. Huh? Don't you understand? It's a companion. Huh? Gotta be careful. We're gonna get Perfectly healthy.
1: <laughs> Heart like a hammer. Respiration normal. Blood Heart normal. like a hammer. This is medically impossible. Well, no, it's not yeah, medically yeah. impossible. We... I don't think there's people oh, looking you for your podcast on Star
0: you're Trek. you the Commissioner and the Companion. See, I've, uh, the Commissioner and the Command. Both. Companion.
1: You
2: do not have the power
1: to All right, you're
2: right. All right. I like my version better, though, where they kill off Nancy because she's
0: an <laughs> <artist>. <laughs> Well, that's fan fiction, Jody. Count. I uh, like your dress. Hey, it's I a like like the nice dress. dress. That's all Ted's that's got the to Hey. The dress is nice, you know. Like um, maybe mom, yeah. you should get mom a dress like that. Nancy's wearing really a nice dress. Yeah, it's a nice. It's kind no, of, it of a 1968. Because she's standing it's there,
1: 1968 uh... Uh, style.
0: So it's kind of a dress with pants, right? Yeah, pantsuit. It's yeah, A pantsuit? Suit. I don't think that's what a pantsuit is. But okay. it's like it's, a uh,
1: yeah, it's like it's like a pantsuit. That's what that's called. Yeah. Yeah, so
2: just a fun little uh
1: it's a leisure fun little, leisure fun, seat.
2: <laughs> fun, fun little fact about this episode uh the leafs haven't haven't won a stanley cup since this episode aired <laughs> just so you know so i think that Is knows. that true yes
1: oh, it, it,
2: so the last time the leafs won was in april of 1967 and this aired in november of
1: 1967 yeah so that's factually true yeah <laughs> But but I'll tell you one thing the least were defending champions when this aired. This is also true.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like They're I like, don't This know. isn't about
1: hockey.
0: No, it's fine. Like I just don't like do you know what? Like I don't know how much there is to say about this episode really because it's a lot of it, it, it's The story is pretty simple. Like they find Seth from Cochrane He's been kept alive for 150 it years by a, by a space cloud called the Companion. The Companion is in love with him. Zeffron Cochran doesn't know this or hasn't accepted this or something. Um, and then, meanwhile, Nancy's dying, by the way. She can't leave. The Companion's saying, No, you can't leave. And neither like, can he. Uh, because Zeffron Cochran seems like he wants to go too. He's like, and Yeah, yeah nobody
1: cares. In. Right. Can you point then... up a, a closer up, Nancy Hedford? Can you put up a close-up of Nancy Hedford like you did, uh, like like you
0: have on uh Sure. Uh where is it? Um Nancy Hedford,
1: let's see. Let's well, the yeah, there's a companion. So, uh, yeah, just like what
0: you see for Kirk right there. I want to see Nancy I, Hedford. I'm looking for her. She's so she's sick in bed for a lot of this episode. <laughs> She's barely <laughs> in the damn episode. Back? Yeah, you, you had it. I had it. Yeah, she was on screen for a second. Come on, show us. Show us. Oh, it takes forever. Oh, there we go. there, okay. yeah. there, there she, she is.
1: is. Okay, do you know what? What other? She played in Star Trek in another episode and another another person.
0: She did. Do you know who? No. Uh,
1: hold yeah. On. Yes. Hold was, on. That
0: hold that on. woman, Eleanor Donahue played her, and Eleanor Donahue.
1: Who would Eleanor Donahue also play? I don't.
0: I don't know. It... Spock's mother. Uh, no, she didn't. No, she. She's perhaps remembered. Her she Emmy only worked, has one credit. She was the eldest daughter uh, in the 1950 sitcom Father Knows Best. Uh, fellow guest actress Jane Wyatt, Amanda Grayson, portrayed her mother. So her mother... So her mo- the one who played her mother on that show also played Spock's mother in this show. Her That's mother? Her mother? Whose mother? Well, her fake mother, the... So that show, that sitcom, Father Knows Best, for the 1950s? Yes. So yeah. uh, Jane, Jane Wyatt played her mother her on that mother show. Her mother in
1: that show is Fox. And
2: Jane
0: that Wyatt played Fox's mother in Fox's Star Trek. Fox's mother Fox. in Star Trek. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so there's a connection. There is a connection. There
1: is a Not connection. the one you implied, but there <laughs> is a connection. <laughs> well, it was close. That's her. It's
0: like, so there, you know what I'll i don't know do what that ship
1: or ketchup
0: i'm not sure what the family connection there those are is. two
1: completely different things yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like okay um I, I think they're kind of the same
0: the only other thing you i think also
2: doctor's appointment for Ted is in the works
0: the other thing i also noticed in this episode <laughs> The, the Enterprise is not in this episode a lot, and Scotty's not in this episode, but Scotty and Uhura, I guess, and Sulu, they're all kind of in charge of the of the, the hunt to find their missing but, shuttle and to find their missing crewmen in this episode.
1: Scotty's
2: actually got a decent amount of
0: screen time, though. Right, like, and he's just like, he's we're, going to, we're going to search Gosh. every Stark. And, you know, he's um, he's uh, he's like, we're just going to keep looking till we find him. He's That's a, very a lot loyal. of lines that
2: he gets in most episodes.
0: You That's know, right. I I like in the original series Afterback. that Scotty is the third in command of the Enterprise, right? So he gets to actually command the Enterprise a fair bit in the original uh, yeah. series. This is one of those examples, um, and sometimes Scotty has go. to go up again, has to do battles and everything. Scotty's a capable ah. commander in his own right. That's true, and and this episode also establishes a long, a, a time honored tradition with Star Trek in that. Um, uh, like a shuttle craft leaves the ship and gets separated from the ship, and then the ship ha- can't find them or has to save them. This happens in Star Trek every uh, show, every version of Star Trek, multiple times because it's just the about, easiest about story. As many
2: times as a guy that they it, just about as many times as like when you know the person gets marooned on a planet and lives for a hundred years. That seems to happen a lot too.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, um, I think it's interesting that... <laughs> how they Space mist taking over people. That
2: also happens a lot, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, Space Mists get involved a lot. There's a lot of possessions, a lot of, you know, like, they're always trying I kinda to... I kind of like the Companion. Right. Well, the Companion... Like the companion.
1: Talk...
0: Why do you like the Companion? I
1: thought the Companion was kind of novel. It was a good ghostly kind of Entity that kind of hung out in this planet and had, and gave uh you know made a good storyline. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. You know,
1: I, I like a good I, entity I, every now and then.
2: Right. It was what? a simpler time back then, Ted.
0: <laughs> well, okay, who who wrote this <laughs> yes, episode? Yes, it was. This is, this, Gene Kuhn wrote this episode. Uh, yeah, Kuhn, I like up. Gene Kuhn. He does some good ones. Yeah, he wrote Catspaw. He wrote A Private Little War. Uh, he's wrote Operation Annihilate. He wrote a bunch of the original series episodes, um, and this is one of them. Uh, you know, and was he contributed to Space Seed a number of, of stories. So a lot of a lot of big Star Trek stories come from Gene Ku. But this story, I just I think it's interesting that he chose. Okay, like you don't have to make the character in this story Zephyr Cochrane, the inventor of warp drive. That was kind of an interesting chit decision on the on the point of the writer uh to introduce that part into the lore um i think that you know otherwise you know you could say it's just some guy from 150 years ago that happened to get stuck here it doesn't really matter that it happens to be from cochran but it's good it's fine um i think that this version is very different than uh what's his name who, who plays him in the movie um james cromwell
2: james cromwell yeah
0: yeah, James Cromwell, um, who doesn't physically resemble him very much at all. Actually,
2: well, yeah, but how are they going to do that, right? Like, I actually, I'm, I'm on the fence of, I don't really care that you know they're two different actors, and I, I, I can, I can, I can foresee Cochrane being this guy, like. It, with both later actions. on in life, so like to me, this isn't that big of a deal.
0: Because the, yeah, like, the Cochran we mean that movie The cocker we mean in that movie is like what, maybe sixty something, right? Severely older. And this, and this cocker, well, yeah, he's older. Well, he looks physically, yeah, older. but well, His he was game's...
2: born in he was born in the 2030s.
0: Okay, so he's so in that so movie's in twenty sixty three.
2: Actually, yeah, movie is twenty sixty three, so that would have put him at. That doesn't make any sense at all, because that means he's only in his thirties.
0: He's only in his thirties in that movie. Yeah, yeah
1: well, up. yeah. Well, so... James Cromwell was yeah, fifty-seven. Was
0: a older. James Cromwell was fifty-seven when he was in that movie. Um, and uh, yeah, Zephra Cochran... It's like this big reveal too. Like they, he calls himself Cochran, and then they say, "Oh, my first name is and he goes, "Zefram Cochran," and it's this, it's, it's like it's like they were already knew that that was part of the world that they came from. Um, it's it's fun, fun little Star Trek story. But again, like I don't know how much more I can say about this. It's a nice love story. I love that they get together at the end. Um, they lived out the can rest I give of you their lives.
2: Yeah, I can, I, I'm always Jeff, ready for Jeff's a fun fact. not,
1: here. Jeff's Jeff's not, not here, here, so
2: I feel like I have to, I have to, I have to fill in for the fun facts. Uh, you do. So another fun fact here is, out of all the Star Trek uh, series that are around, the only one that hasn't referenced Zephyr Cochrane at all is Deep Space Nine. Never has um, he been mentioned. Never? But in every is other
0: I, series, yeah. Is have. that a
1: badge of honor? No, not really. It's just interesting. Is that a badge of honor or a badge of we- of weakness? I don't, I don't think it's either. I, I just don't think they needed to.
0: <laughs> I just don't think it came up on D Space Nine because they, like they very, were more like
2: D Space Nine's
0: far from the Federation. So Zephyr Cochran's more of a of an earth figure. Yeah. He's not so important to the Bajorans.
2: And the in the most amount of yeah, the most amount of times it was referenced was in that show called Enterprise. Which I'm not allowed to speak of, apparently.
0: Hey, you know what? Enterprise gets uh, a little bit too much of a hard time. Uh, I know if Kevin was here, he'd say no, it's terrible and it doesn't exist. But you know what? Enterprise is some of it is terrible on, for sure. Some of it, but some of it's okay. So it's kind of it's a it mix. spills in some nice
2: holes, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Dad, did you watch First Contact in preparation for this podcast?
1: First Contact, nope.
0: I no. Did not.
1: No, yeah, I got... did not watch First Contact. Uh, was... Too many irons was, in the uh, fire. It was it was, it was. it was Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. You're slacking. But I will him. make an attempt to watch that. I'll
0: should, make an attempt
1: slack. to watch that, but I'm. No, no, no my youngest son slacking, Mister. Well, he's. A, well, he's he yeah, yeah. Well, you're, show well show you're doing
0: better like than him. Time. You showed up. You're awake and you showed, yes, up. showed so... up. Yes, I showed up.
1: Yes, I'm was... awake. I showed up and. Uh, you're already two against them. That's exactly. It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jeff was going to come here today, yes. too. He was, gonna, he was going to be in second chair. I have now a second chair. He was chair. supposed to be
1: in studio. He's he was supposed, supposed to be, be in, in studio, studio with me. Yeah.
0: I know. I know. It was going yes. to be a whole thing. That's... But now he's He's not in studio.
1: Well, we, uh, at least the reason – because he's not with you, the Hudson's Bay blanket in your background gets nice uh, features. Uh, if he was there, we wouldn't see it. The yes, fact that
2: the fact that he has a bed in his studio is uh, impressive enough, I think. It's a thinking that's the couch. casting bed right there. Oh, it's a so, yeah. it's a casting bed. That's, that's, that's
1: like uh, you know, hey, it's you know, uh, it's how he gets our, his audience.
0: Well, you know, it's a you want to
1: make a movie, baby? <laughs> we can make a movie.
0: <laughs> All right, what? Well, yeah, like with the <laughs> companion. <laughs> The man must continue. That's
2: how boring this episode is. Like, we're talking about all this crap.
0: This episode is kind of boring. It really is not. It is like, boring. I, I it, literally it's, was it's watching this episode. episode. I went to the kitchen. I got stuff. I got a drink. I helped. I, I think, whatever, I cleaned something and up. And and I, I didn't miss a beat. Like, I didn't miss. It was like, oh, I don't know. I can't follow. Oh, what's yes, going on it's a kind of a slow story. <laughs> and even when they, like, they finally kind of saved the day. And, uh, and 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 they get in touch with the enterprise like and, and scotty's like okay we're on our way we'll be there in 57 minutes i'm like 57 minutes are we not done yet like what's going on he's like no we need an hour and kirk's like Isn't i this don't know
2: those episodes that i kept i i kept hovering over the bar at the bottom that tells me how much time is left yeah i kept going is it done yet oh shit is it done yet oh shit It's just—it wasn't a bad episode. It's just boring. Like you can tell tell this
0: story in thirty
2: minutes. Yeah, well,
1: oh, easily. Well, you know, not every episode has got you know Kirk shooting Klingons or something. But no, but it's not trek. There's there's,
2: there was no trekking. There's all
1: corners of the galaxy. There's all corners of the galaxy, and there's all kinds of aliens. This is an alien like a little bit on the same. Uh, a swath-ass, like a guy like Sargon, you know, the, uh, the, the companion and Sargon could get together and have a great conversation. <laughs> Sargon? <laughs> to feel you know, again. This episode needed- maybe this maybe episode that would have been a, a match made in heaven.
0: Maybe.
2: That's what like, they needed to do with the original series. You put a Gordon in there. You're good to go.
0: Well, I guess the only thing I could say I I, I do like sure. the part in the episode where McCoy says, "Hey, Kirk, maybe instead of like just saying you're gonna blow things up all the time or shoot so, or shoot whatever you don't like, how about you actually try being a diplomat for once?" Or uh, he says, "You know, you're so used to being a soldier. I, how, how'd you actually, <laughs> yeah. how would you actually Probably, be a yeah, Starfleet? Yeah. The other part of being a Starfleet captain, which is actually like trying to talk through problems, that was pretty good. I like that. And Kirk's like, Fine. Yeah. Because by the end of the episode, Kirk doesn't care about the war on whatever planet that we never see or get know if it's no. involved. <laughs> he's like, well, what about the war? And he's, he's just
2: like, he's like, oh, they can find another woman for that. It's like, hey, you know, Why is
0: it another woman? Can <laughs> why can only women solve these problems? I don't understand. No, why no, was,
1: I don't think it was a woman, was it? I think I it think was said a that's woman. What, that's
0: what he says. He says in the line, uh, I guess I'll have to find another woman. Now, I don't know if he just meant... Like interchangeably on the term, or if he was like, No, the, the, this commissioner, peacekeeper person needs to be a woman. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, okay. So, do you want to? Um, yeah, actually,
2: it is. So, if Dr. McCoy goes, Jim, what about the war on Epsilon Karnas 3? And Kirk says, Well, I'm sure the Federation can find another woman somewhere who can stop the war. That's exactly the quote. He's sure of it? I just looked it up. <laughs> He's That's sure cool. of it? Um... Yeah, it actually said yeah, I'm sure the Federation can find another woman somewhere. And yeah, they actually have somewhere in like, you know, uh, you know, bold uh who will stop the war. That's all it says. And then it says Jim McCoy and Spock depart. There you go. And that was the episode. There
1: you go. It was, right there. All right. All right,
2: let's get the... Uh, there was actually a good quote in this episode, though. Hold on, hold on. One second. I like this one, though. Uh, so Kirk and, Kirk and Zephyr and Cochran are talking, and he goes, so you want to leave here? And Zephyr Cochran goes, believe me, Captain, immortality consists largely of boredom. I like that line. That's a good line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess so. That's what they... Like, this might be ever the fastest been... episode we've ever done. This is what they tell us in all these works of fiction that, like, you we, we know. wants. know Nobody wants eternity. Nobody wants to live forever. I don't know that. Maybe I would want to live forever. Nobody's ever got the chance. So we always assume that you wouldn't want yeah. that because obviously oh, – Donald, think- Donald
1: Trump would like to
0: live forever. Donald Trump would. Um, but it just – yeah, that's just what yeah. came to mind. Okay, hey, let's get a rating of this episode. Um, so gonna- uh, Jody, what do you want to give this?
2: um it wasn't a bad episode that's the problem it's not like it's a terrible episode it's just boring um i'm gonna put it around uh let's do you know what it's it's right up there with uh it, it's right up there with muds women for me uh but <laughs> not as bad uh so i'm gonna go with uh four and a half for this four and a
0: half okay but
2: it's not uh, a bad episode it's not a bad episode, so I guess the rating kind of sucks for me, but
0: yeah, it has a seven I point on i on i on IMDb this episode. So this is actually considered to be pretty good. Why? This is uh, a good
2: one. Okay, well then we're it, fucked.
0: It's a decent story. I just think that it doesn't really work so well on a rewatch basis because I know the story, um, and I know what's gonna happen. So. Yeah. As a rewatch, I don't think it holds well, up. I
2: went really. in not really remember the story. Uh, so as I was getting into the story, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, now I remember this. And then, you know, it's just I, I don't know. It was just boring. Like it wasn't to me. Star Trek needs to have some action in it. It's got to have, it's got to have some suspense in it. It's got to have all these things. And there was nothing there. It was literally like cut and dry episode
0: for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a. A six and a half, I think, uh, just on the basis of, like, um, it had Zefram Cochran in it. Uh, so I like that tie-in. Um, and I think it's a decent enough episode, except for kind of the weird ending of it all. And Dad, do you have a rating? It is a weird ending. Yeah, I
1: do. I think I'm going to give it a 7.1. I think it's one. Uh, right up there. Uh, a little blessed and Mud's Women, but I give it a 7.1. All
0: right. So uh, that gives, I, uh, we've averaged, as a trio, then we've averaged out at a six out of 10 for this episode, which puts it, um, you know, not at the bottom of the list. It's sort of towards the bottom. Uh, I guess that would make it the second worst episode we've watched. Uh, no, third worst uh, after The Omega Glory and Mud's Women. So it's sort of been a, a little bit of an uptake. Um, and when you balance that out with the IMDb score, we come out at it about a 6.7, which, uh, you know, decent sort of average. Okay. Yes. All it's right. still well, no bigger Glory, that's for sure. It's still no, <laughs> no bigger Glory. So, Dad, what is the episode we will watch next here on the uh, original series? Well, world? you're going to have
1: double homework next week. We're going to Talos 4.
0: Oh, no. What
1: in Talos 4? Uh,
0: so, you're talking about the two-part uh, episode, which is called... What is that called? Um, the Menagerie. The Menagerie. The menagerie. That's right. Okay, so we're doing menagerie part one and two, right? We're not we're not splitting that. Yes, up. let's
1: do both. Let's do double duty. Double duty next okay. week. All right, the we're menagerie. Gonna give Jody is our... a chance to check that timer on the bottom and say, "Geez, I got another whole episode to watch."
0: All right. Well, Wednesday next week. Wednesday uh, next week. Yeah, we're gonna do Wednesday next week. Uh, Jody, are you okay with that? Uh, it should be. Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Uh, so we're. I'll the episode. I don't remember. Yeah. Where we will be covering the menagerie part one and two um, as well. And, um, and I just want to
1: say that this episode was aired before the Least won a Stanley Cup. So I just. Uh, <laughs> their I'm last to say that this. That's true. This, so
2: five, five months before. There you go. There's up. the
1: odd thing I say, Jody, that's true. Not a lot, but the odds <laughs> thing. <laughs> well,
2: this this menagerie episode won a Hugo Award for best dramatic presentation, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right, well, hey, the menagerie—I really like the menagerie. Did, 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 I think did, it really did. works well. It's a great. It's it's one of the only two part episodes in the original series, if not the only one I can think of. So I'm looking did, forward did to doing that. Did the same director
1: do both parts?
0: I think so. Yeah, uh, Jody
2: uh no two different directors part
0: one was done by mark daniels
2: and part two was done by robert butler yes uh it was written by gene roddenberry though well they probably shot them
0: no i think that i think robert butler directed the cage which they use a bunch of footage from the cage which is the original pilot from star trek so i think that's what it is um okay why we see there's two directors there Uh, Dad, after we watch the menagerie, though, I have a request. We we must do the space hippie episode yes. after that. Um, oh
1: yeah. God, no!
0: Come on, we gotta no. do the space hippie yeah. eventually. I request we gotta do the
1: space hippie but... at some point. I don't
0: I'm know what it's gonna called.
2: the whole episode. That's all
0: I know. It would be great. I uh, know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah. It, it is literally. Space I watched hippie. it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing that one. Yeah, we gotta get that. I gotta uh, get that brutal. one under the. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. So then, um, well, since I think that this episode could have been told in about 30 minutes, I feel like our podcast, quite Finley, should only be about 30 minutes. So um, we're, we'll sign off for tonight. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the Menagerie Part 1 and 2. So I'm a, I'm a, I could imagine that podcast would be a bit longer than this one, um, just because we have a lot more to yes. talk about. <laughs> I
2: would imagine. And,
0: and I th- Dad, I think it ties well in with A Strange New World, which is the new Star Trek show that's been announced with Pike and Spock and number one. They're all coming back. Oh, Pike's in it. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Yeah, they've been ooh. recast. Maybe, oh, I'll recast.
1: Start. Uh, it, Maybe I'll watch
2: Ted, it. Ted, Ted, here. I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's not going to be any yes. good. I'm just going to <laughs> let you know now. Oh no.
1: It might be. Yeah. He might like it. it.
0: Don't cut him off. They, they, he's Somebody. That, it's done by the Discovery people. It's not going to be good. Yeah, you know, it is done by the Discovery people. As long but, as they
1: have warp drive and uh, and uh, transporter rooms, I'll be fine.
0: They have all those things.
1: They'll have all those things.
0: What was that, Steve? Okay. Oh, they'll have no room, so. <laughs> okay everybody uh we're gonna sign off Um uh, okay. make, sure t- make sure to subscribe and if we, everybody subscribe and like and share and so get through uh you know our, we're on facebook youtube and we have audio versions so listen to all those uh we have super meter brothers podcasting channel uh check that out we also have our trivial debates channel which we just did an episode uh is that Sunday? I think it was this past Sunday we did it. Um, that where uh, Jody hosted that one for Trivial Debates, and we're going to be doing another one at the end of June um, with Chris Seymour hosting. That's going to be a really good one, I think. Um, is that yes?
1: Feel- is that Trivial Pursuit? Is that what that is?
0: Trivial debate, like trivia questions. So it's like a debate What's argument show. It's like a we argue, right? Right. It's like trip. We have debates about, about different, we like, argue about about about- hi- whatever topic. But then we do it by category, what? right? We so we go movies, TV, music, sports, history. It's kind
2: of like Trivial Pursuit, but we're not going to say
0: that. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like Trivial Pursuit in that there's all the categories and you got to fill oh, okay. the pie and whatever. So it's it. it yeah, you know, dear it's a, it's lawyers no. of Trivial yeah. Pursuit, yeah. it is not. Thank it you. It is definitely not like that, and any kind of uh simile is completely coincidental. Okay. Please don't sue. There you go. Okay. And um, be back here on Saturday. We're covering Star Trek Nemesis, uh, the final Picard movie in our Star Trek movie rewatch series. So my opinion is going to
1: surprise you. Yes.
0: Uh, okay, well, hey, everyone, stay stay uh, safe out there and keep coming back for more. Uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, Live long and podcast. Okay. Podcast and long life. Good night. Oh, thank you.